It's time for the livest interactive sports talk show in Ohio. This is Down to the Wire 513. Oh, fly Goddamn. Yo, 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 down to the wire. Hey, 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 man. Hey. Hey, good, y'all? Technical difficulties, y'all. Nah, hey, shit. This is Sports and Spirits Friday's intro. Is obviously been having too much spirits right, right about now. Yeah, intro, <laughs> intro lit right now, man. <laughs> Literally, the intro is lit. Hey, I don't know intro what the, is lit. I don't know what the fuck happened right now, but y'all know what it is, man. That's the why five one three Sports and Spirits Fridays had to hop on, man, and and, and discuss this this crazy, this wild, this wild NBA fantasy. Man, it's going up right now. It's going up right now. Uh, we got Jacob in the building early. Jacob, what up? What up? What What's up? What's going on? What's going on with you? What's going on with you? Yeah, it's going. Oh, he back in here. Hold up. Yeah, but hey, it's all on my end. Yeah. But nah, man, it's, it's, it's been going down. Uh, I'm gonna say trade deadline. I feel like a trade deadline. That's what it feels like. But it's NBA free agency. Um, before anything even started, mm-hmm. technically, KD came out, requested trade from the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Shell shocked the NBA world. Well, I won't say it shocked a lot. We kind of like the time shocked a lot of people. I think uh, time definitely shocked a lot of people. But um, there are rumblings out there before that. Hey. Depending on how this stuff go with Kyrie, he might he might be on the out. So, um, he he requested a trade. Um, top targets for him are the Phoenix Suns. Well, this is what he said. Uh, was what was supposed to be reported. Top picks for him is um, Phoenix Suns, Miami Heat. Uh, I think he had. I don't know other teams he had on the list. But those are two of the top teams he had on this list. Those are two teams that he's been targeting. Or he's been linked to at least. Um, so I've been targeted. So, man, man, this wild. Right there, this wild, man. Uh, well, one, Katie has has a no trade clause. Ha- he doesn't have a no trade clause in his contract, so he's kind of fucked. He has he's, no he's, say. He's, he's kind of fucked there. So, I mean, you could say and all zero you, say where he goes. You can say all you want. I want to go to these teams, but in the, the day, Brooklyn doesn't have to do what you doesn't have to do what you want. And also, um. This this does kind of give me. This does kind of give me Kobe two thousand seven vibes. Mm. Remember the that that's that summer when he came. When we all know Kobe went on uh, L.A. radio and said he wanted out of L.A. before yeah. before eventually coming back and um, publicly the man in the trade yeah, public yeah. <laughs> before social no agent. before social media and all that it's like what like public radio like everybody picked that up. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, but if I'm Brooklyn, man, uh. Obviously, I I listen to offers, but I I'm not I'm I won't feel I'm not feeling pressed to move on from KD if I'm Brooklyn. Like you signed a deal, you here with us, you have no like if we don't if we don't feel like we have a good deal in place for for our need, then fuck it, you you here with us, you got to stay another year. Yeah, he has four four years, um, no play. There's no options on his deal either, so he has no team option for the last year, no player option, so he has 
legit four years left. Jacob, what's up, man? We said what's up like five times. What's up, bro? What's up? What's up? But uh, yeah, so he has no no player options, no no trade, no um team options in, in, in his contract. So he that's why it's you know if they do decide to move him, it's going to be a a crazy haul they're going to get for him. You know, we saw recently Dejounte Murray. Uh, we talked about on the show, on the pod Wednesday got traded for three first round pick uh, picks. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we're gonna talk about it a little later. Rudy Gobert got traded for I think it was like four or five, five. picks or some mm-hmm. shit. So um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a historic haul if KD does indeed get moved. Um, it's also other tricky situations going on though with with this whole this whole KD trade request shit. Uh, ben Simmons is on a is on a rookie extension deal. So teams he like the next can't get players certain players back that are on that same contract that Ben Simmons has. So it's like Devin Booker, um, what's some other names? Um, Bam, um, Adebayo, so several players that are, that are that are on their first rookie extension. So they can't they can't be traded to a team with another player on that on that same deal. So uh, X out a lot of the, a lot of a lot of the good young players that. Um, that they were looking at, you know, to get back in a KD trade. So um, it's very, very slim pickings out there. It's not a lot of teams that have a lot of picks out there either. So, you know, um, experts are saying it's going to be like a four, three or four team trade, which is going to get really messy and gets really um, hard to make that happen. Yeah, I seen. Yeah, I seen a few on um, uh, IG did some. I think Sports Center's IG had like a few trade scenarios for. Where where it involved multiple teams, um, what do you think? What do you think of the the whole thing? It says Katie and Kyrie want to play together, but just not in Brooklyn. Like what? Like that makes that makes zero sense to me. That makes zero sense to me, man. Like if if anything, you know, if 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 that was the feeling behind it, why not just play in Brooklyn? They have, uh, you know, if they come back fully healthy. You know, with, with with Joe Ingles being healthy, Ben Simmons being healthy, and Kyrie actually playing, mm-hmm. you know, they have one of the best rosters in the league. Easy. You got you got Seth Curry, you know, um, you got Nick Claxton, one of the best switch off bigs in the league. Just stocked him up to a two year, twenty million dollar deal. It's a great deal for him. Um, so I mean, if that's the, really the case, if these guys really want to play together, why not just come back and do it in Brooklyn? At least you know have like the one like have the last dance. You know, come back and do it. You know. Do it, try try to do it big, you know. But I think KD's KD's thing is like, all right, they they just piss Kyrie off. If I make that risk and come back here and play next year, and he ends up walking, we lose him for nothing, and I'm still stuck here. Now at that point, I can easily request trade though, you know, next next summer as well. So I'm not sure what the whole thing about them not wanting to play together in Brooklyn is anymore. Um, and honestly, it definitely was mismanaged, but it's their fault. Is the reason why I was, is the, re- the reason why it was mismanaged. I'm with you. Like come back, give it, give it one, like give it a a good, like good years try. You, you Kyrie Ben Simmons, give it one good year. If it works, hey, great, everything works out. If it doesn't, oh well, Brooklyn Brooklyn can blow it up. And obviously, it'll, it'll be more probably be easier to trade you one year from now than it is right now. Facts for for I won't say for both parties, but for KD for sure. Now for Brooklyn. What you risk in that scenario is losing Kyrie for nothing. That, yeah, that's true. You know, so um, you know his his value is low, but you still can get something for him now. 
But like so, you, but like you said, bar, I said barring injury, barring injury though, like if those three are healthy, like I have a pretty, I have a really good shot of winning the championship, which ultimately is what teams want to do. I would obviously you would hate to you would hate to lose a, a, a star caliber player like Kyrie for nothing. But if I got a good shot to win a championship, I, I would I would take that risk. Yeah, I mean you gotta ask, you gotta look at Toronto. You think they're happy with their first they took with, with uh, getting quiet? I think they're satisfied with that shit. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, he he perfect left, example. but you know, since he left, he did shit, and they got they still got a ring show for it. So, that they're good. Same thing with the Lakers. You know, we gave up all of our future for AD. You know, uh, I know we're big Laker fans. We're not happy with AD right now, but hey, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back and do that any other way. Honestly, we got a ring out of it. And to be honest, if we kept Bi Zo, um, the young core together, we don't get a ring. Mm-hmm. But by now, at least we, we we don't have a ring, and I, I can guarantee that for sure. We don't have a ring, so. Um, Hey, we gotta go roll the punches. You know, uh, Brooklyn took took a swing at it. Um, you have to make these these uh, you have to take these chances if if your franchise is out there, especially if your big city franchise is out there trying to. If you're like like Brooklyn, they're looked at as a little brother in New York, kind of like Clippers are in in LA. So mm-hmm. you have to take big chances. I mean, I take big swings. I, I don't blame them for making this uh, for making that that trade to uh, or signing trade and to get KD and then you know committing the whole franchise. To Kyrie and, and KD, I do um, criticize the way they did it and the way they the way they gave them control of the whole just the whole you know whole operation. It seems like you know, and it it, it just like I saw it. Like, I think I spoke on on, on on the pod after the season, the first press conference. Kyrie, oh yeah, I'm, I see myself being here with Kevin and and Joe Si and and Sean or whatever the GM's name is, and being a part of the the uh, the team that just that develops this franchise. Like, bro, who do you think you are? You know, who do you, first off, who do you think you are? Like, <laughs> like, no dog. Like, no, first off, you was barely even here this year. Like, no man. So our, I, I knew from that point on, it was like ownership had to put their foot down. So shout out to the Brooklyn Nets for taking back control of their franchise. Um, I'm all for player, player control and player, uh, player empowerment. But these guys, took that shit to a whole different level man so shout out to the brooklyn after taking back control of your franchise bro um if it means losing kd and Kyrie, oh the fuck well like going back to your point about about just about giving like giving this a whole shot and like even if it doesn't work out even if you and you said you said it on the pod i know you said it on this past wednesday even if you had to move from K, uh Kyrie and kd you could still be in a good position with ben simmons if you surround him with shooters yeah, as long as you put the right piece around Ben Simmons, you can still be – you won't be a, a, a championship contender team, but you'll be a, a formidable opponent. And so you got something you can build build on towards the future. Yeah, especially with Ben Simmons being the anchor he is defensively. You know, you're going to have – that's the especially if that's going to be your best player, you're going to have him being the best defensive player on the team. You know, it's going to have automatic buy-in from other, team, other players on the team to, 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 to actually play defense. Um, so I think – you know, I, I would if I were them, I would go ahead and just make the move to just try to get um try to get stars back for KD. I know it's gonna be tough because he don't really want to go nowhere that they're probably gonna have the best deals for him. But that's the risk you gotta take, man. And I know uh people out there are saying I know Landon said this. Shout out Landon, fan of the show, man, friend of the show. He said uh, if they don't trade KD where he wants to go, that they kind of lose kind of like credibility for for future free agents and shit like that. At this point, man, fuck okay. with the other. I don't think that's true. First off, because they other freighters saw the leverage they gave KD and Kyrie when they came in here. They saw that they gave these guys basically full control of the franchise. 
Like they saw how that shit went down. Um, and honestly, it's a business. It's a business. So hey, at the end of the day, if we see him somewhere he doesn't want to go, but it's the best thing to do for our team, how why would other free agents think that against the Nets for doing that? And that's like it, if you're on the team, you like it's let's be honest. There are there are many there are many Kevin Durant's out here. So if you're you know not Kevin Durant, how did, how would you feel if you're on the Nets right now? If you're a role player in the Nets, like damn, what's gonna be? I don't know what's gonna happen next year. You know, I want my team to go out and do the best thing for my team, not for that player, my team. Perfect example that that immediately came to my head. You go back to Toronto. DeRosa was beloved by Toronto, but they did what's best for them. They didn't look out for the player. They got went out, traded him. All-time franchise player in Toronto for Kawhi turned out to get, got a ring. That's what you could do. That you could do that. You could do that with anything. That's like you said. It's a business. At the end of the day, players take it personal. I mean, oh well. But as long as it, as long as it works out for that team, then the team's like, hey, we did what we had to do. So, yeah. Now in that in that case, in that case, they did lie to the guy. So try to try to lie to the people. You know, try to be as uh, upfront as uh, as upfront uh, as possible. Like, hey, I don't know if you want to get traded or not. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't want to trade you, but if I get to do it, I can't refuse. Mm-hmm. I have to make that happen. I can't. I can't hold on to you if I get a chance to get a player that's going to be that cornerstone piece to get us over the top. You know exactly, exactly. Now, I did find the. Uh, I'm just. I just. I just read, call, uh, read it off. Uh, some of the the trades that ESPN uh, put out there for K, uh, Katie and Kyrie, if were to happen, this is between the Nets, Suns, Spurs, and Lakers. Who we? So, the Nets would get DeAndre Ayton. Mikael Bridges, Josh Richardson, a 2023 first-round pick, 20, a 25 first-round pick, and a 2027 first-round pick. The, mm. the Suns would get KD, the Lakers would get Kyrie, and the Spurs would get Westbrook and the Lakers 2027-2029 draft pick. Wow. <laughs> now, that's not actually a bad deal for, for no team involved, actually, but um, damn, that's actually not a bad trade. <laughs> here's the series. Here's here's that's the, crazy. Here's but the, I, don't, I, I don't think um, San Antonio pulled that trigger. Here's the here's here's two more. Right, and then then y'all go to uh go to ESPN on NBA on ESPN.com to see the rest of them. But here's two one. There's two more. This I don't think these likely to happen. This is one KD's going with join Zion in New Orleans. Mm. Obviously, the Pelicans get KD. The Nets would get BI. Lance, uh, Larry Nance Jr. and four first-round picks, and then the last one, KD going to the Nuggets. KD, would, I mean the Nuggets would get KD and Derek Favors. The Nets mm-hmm. would get Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, three first-round picks. Oh, and it's involved. Okay, uh, OKC, and Ooh. and the Thunder would get Ben Simmons. Yeah, they would have to get rid of Ben Simmons to get Michael Porter Jr. Junior, right, yeah, because they pretty much the same player. Um, man, this is why I come to if you, if if you the Nets, it depends on what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're looking for the highest ceiling, that never deal is not a bad deal. You get Michael Porter Jr., but that's the biggest question mark. Like, is he going to be healthy? Is he healthy? Same thing with Ben Simmons, though. If any other deals are going to require Ben Simmons to be a, a major piece in your future. You know, if you get B.I., B.I. is going to be the better player. I think, well, yeah, I think B.I. is a better player than Ben Simmons overall. I would give it the edge B.I. personally. I'm a little biased. But um, ah, I don't know, man. That's tough. That, 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 that Laker trade is 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 great, but I don't think Spurs pull that trigger. Yeah. Westbrook, nah, Spurs ain't. 
Spurs think about that? Well, I don't know. I mean, cause, I mean, I mean, obviously, because you the Spurs, obviously, you're not winning nothing anytime soon. And if what Dejounte Murray said, because he said, and he said in his press conference, he said the Spurs didn't want to see him waste his best, his prime years, so they they helped him. But now, now granted, it was to the uh, opposite of, uh, conference. They're going to trade within the conference mm-hmm. to a team they had to play multiple times a year. Um, mm-hmm. but that, for all the trades I just read, like and, and even the last one. That's the best. That's the best. Like I said, that's the best case scenario for all teams involved, all parties involved. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna have to probably be like a, at least a three team trade just to for the Nets to feel like they got the conversation that that they want to get for KD because it's no team out there that has a combination of picks and players except for Golden State Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Golden State Warriors have a great package they can get together as as far as young picks. Uh, not young picks, sorry, young players, uh, possible picks. You know. Uh, speaking, yeah. uh, speak. Uh, before before we get to the the, the massive uh, Rudy Gobert uh, deal, uh, just some uh, big big names that signed that signed uh, some huge contracts uh, this off season uh, so far. Uh, Zach Levine is re up with Chicago, five years, uh, two uh, two hundred fifteen mil. Sheesh. Uh, Brett. I had a uh, money chiching thing on here for these numbers. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Brad, Brad Bill, five years, two fifty one. These, these, are, these are these are just uh, free agents right now. I didn't get the uh, the guys who just signed extensions on here. These just some guys that signed some extensions. Uh, Brunson to the Knicks for four years, one oh four. Man, uh, Anfer, uh, Anfer, uh Simmons, Simons. Uh, staying in Portland, four years, a hundred mil. Four years, a hundred. Yeah. That's uh, very different. Uh, the defending champs got some uh, reinsurance, uh, some insurance. Um, I thought Kevin Looney was gonna go elsewhere to get get money. He said, "Hey, and I'm I'm staying I'm staying here." He got three years. Oh, he resigned. Yeah, three years, twenty five mil. Dang! Shout out Kevin Looney. Great insurance for uh, just in case what the Wiseman thing doesn't work out this year. Yeah, great yeah, insurance. Probably comfortable, happy. You know what I'm saying? Um. Just some other note. PJ Tucker signed with Phil, with Philly. Uh, Gary Payton the second. They did lose him. He's up in Portland now. Shout out Gary Payton. GB two man. And so and shout out shout out uh, Daniel House got signed to Philly as well. Mm-hmm. Daryl Morey making making the Philly Rockets man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Philly Rockets man. Philly Rockets. Uh, they find a good deal for for, for Mister Harden. Yeah, yeah. He opted out to take less money, man. Shout out James Harden for taking less money. Hey, yep. People don't get no, people don't give enough credit for that, man. And I know we got some big extensions as well. We got those right there too. I know we got book. Let me see if I pull these up right here. What did he get? Uh, it was like a five year, two hundred fourteen, some shit like that. Devin Booker, he got a what's his extension? Four year, four year, two twenty four. Sheesh. Now at that number, man, I'm I, I love book. I'm a huge book fan, but he. So you take it these numbers that like book Brad Bill, I think at these numbers he's got to you have to be like a top like five to seven player in the league because at that at that point when you get to the middle of your contract you're gonna have to be the best player in your team because you're gonna have to it's not gonna be much else money on the cap to to fill the roster out. So, uh, Jokic five years two sixty four. That's what is her back back MVP. Uh, That's the richest contract in NBA history as well. It's crazy. Uh, Ja, five years, two thirty-one. 
Sheesh, shout out Ja. Hey. And then Cat Cat got uh five for a two fourteen. Two fourteen, yeah. Shout out Cat. Zion's in the talks for four, the same four, deal two, I think four. Ja got, right? You said who? He's in the talks. Uh, Zion. He's in the talks for that for that four. Oh yeah, Zion for, for two thirty one or some shit too. Yeah, Zion got yeah two thirty one. Yep. Or, yeah, he's in the talks for that. Now they're going to be heavy restrictions. We talked about this already. They're going to be heavy, uh, you know, guidelines in this contract. Got to be. Has Targets, to. He has to hit. Has to. Which, yeah, has to be. Now, when he's healthy, man, he's the only player in NBA history. I know this. Only player in NBA history to average 25 points a game on 60% shooting or better in NBA history. Only player. Now, he's only played 85 games, so it's not a lot of mm-hmm. not a lot of uh, sample, you know, sample size and large sample size to go off of. But, I guarantee most of his points come around the rim, too. You said what? I guarantee most of his points is coming from around the rim. Oh, yeah. Most of the points are are in the paint. Um, So, hey, I hope he can stay healthy. You know, uh, he he has a lot to prove. He has a lot to prove. This is kind of like, I think it's kind of like like Joel Embiid's first big deal. And he had all those um, goals he had to meet and shit he had to do, requirements Mm -hmm. in the deal to kind of, uh, you know, not make them feel like it was too much of a risk for them. Your cousin now. What up, cuz? What's going on, cuz? What's going on, cuz? Hey, sure. man, the Hawks making some moves, cuz. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was on. Making some moves. He was on. Cuz, cuz, part of a podcast now, too. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I checked him out. What's the call? I, I, I checked him out. Let me, let me, let me. I got to get the name. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Cuz I, I was tapped in with him last night. They talk about everything, everything Atlanta sports. Mm. It's called. Atlanta Falcon, Atlanta Falcons Nation. Hey, Atlanta Falcons Nation. Let's go, cuz. Hey. Yeah, follow listening. Listen to this. Now, I mean, we got people watching live right now, but if you listen to this after we get off live, man, make sure y'all tap in. What's it called? Uh, Fal- Atlanta Falcons Nation. You just put it in here, y'all. Make sure you tap in. If you're watching, you can look on the screen right now. It's on the screen. Atlanta Falcons Nation. You know what I'm saying? That's cuz. Jason Johnson right there. That's cuz, man. So, y'all check him out. He's a friend of the show. Family of the show, family of literally, the show. <laughs> literally, family of the show. So make sure y'all tap into that podcast, man. Check them out. Show them some every, love. Every, them every, you, every, you know every third, every Thursday at eight, and every Sunday at noon. See, so then you can you can watch both of our podcasts, not even conflict each other, man. So make sure y'all tap in. You know, tell them we sent y'all. You put it on here. Eight p.m. Thursday night, twelve p.m. on Sundays. Man, we're talking about doing football season, cause. <laughs> that's, perfect. that's actually perfect timing. 12, 12 p.m. right before the game. Come on, you can listen to y'all pregame, pregame with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Then go right, right to the football Sunday. So I'm with it. I'm nah, with they, it. I, I think I think they I think they might switch it up during football season. I think they might switch it up. I'm with season. that though, man. Fuck them NFL pre shows. I want to watch y'all, bro. Fuck them NFL pre shows. I want to see y'all. <laughs> man, let's go. On, let's talk about this. This Rudy Gobert deal, man. What? What is? What was Minnesota? Hey. What, what is Minnesota uh, doing? This is a move you make when you think you are right on the tip of a pause, right on the, <laughs> on the brink of a championship. <laughs> you know, right on the brink of a championship. <laughs> this is one of those moves you make when you think you when you think you're right there. Now I don't know if they thought that. If they thought that, I mean, let's, let's go back to the season. They were uh, was that first round exit. First round exit. Uh, first round exit. Yeah, they, they, they were eight 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 seed. Uh, played the Memphis Grizzlies. First round exit was it five games, six games, five games, right? It was six, six, six games. Um, 
Rudy Gobert is locked into his deal for what four more years? I think he has four years, like two hundred and something million dollars left on the deal, which is fucking crazy. Quick. So if y'all didn't, if y'all didn't know, here's the the, the, the trade details: T the Timberwolves obviously get Rudy Gobert, uh, the Jazz get Malik Beasley. Patrick Beverly, which I feel bad for. You've been crying all in Minnesota, and they and they, and they and all that shit, and they and they get <laughs> and they get rid of your ass. Uh, Walker Kessler, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, uh, Leandro uh, Bolmaro, and five multiple and uh, five first round picks over the next few years. Up on the screen, so we can kind of share the screen and see. Okay, yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good picture. Let me get get back on the screen. I'm on the screen, you are. Uh, hold up, y'all. Technical difficulties. We're gonna figure out how to share this shit. Boom. I think that's first off, before we even share the screen, it's way too much. First off. Facts. Uh way too much. Way too way too much. And we talked about it all. We talked about it all all fair. Like what like what is Rudy Gobert gonna be doing? Like offensively, especially in the playoffs, like nothing. He's just gonna be sitting there clogging the paint. Yeah, there goes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so if you see if you see the screen, we get it bigger up there. See how we get it bigger. Maybe not. So yeah, man, Rudy Gobert, and this is a lot. Look at this, bro. Look at the line there. Look at the line items. This is crazy. Twenty twenty three first round, twenty twenty five first round pick, a twenty twenty six pick swap, twenty twenty seven first round pick, and a twenty twenty nine first round pick as protected. This is an insane haul for Rudy Gobert. Now I know he's a three time defensive player of the year. Um. Regular season, because in playoffs, he gets cooked. Let's put that out there first off. Playoffs, he gets cooked. <laughs> um, but, man, this this is this is crazy haul for them. Uh, like I said, this is a move you make when you think you're right there. This does not move the needle that much. This gets them to the second round, if you ask me. Timberwolves is the second round exit for me. Yeah. Um, this doesn't move the needle at all for them. They they lost a lot. They lost a lot of uh, a lot of defense here. Now, I know Rudy Gobert is going is gonna, to is gonna bump you up on defense. Uh, but – this they, leads me to believe that hopefully, if they're smart, they look to they look to add some more three and D players. Maybe I don't know if they look planning on trading D'Angelo Russell. His contract is expiring this year. He's he's on last year of his deal, so there is interest in moving that contract around the league. Probably, you know, teams like like teams love expiring contracts, so um, it'll be an easy way to move him. Um, but I think they they have a good chance of resigning him probably because he's a good friends with Cat. So. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with this trade. This is like I said, a trade you, you make when you think you're right there in that place when to get you over the hump. Rudy Gobert is not that player for them. And they lose and they lose their their voice, the voice of the team. Like obviously, I mean we all joke about about Pat Bev, but what he does, he veteran leadership, he provides that toughness. It's their heart. And now yes, and now, now that's gone. I mean, shout out to Ant. Like he's on he's on his way. He he's he's well on his way to to be to be that to be that guy. I think he's about, I think he's about one more year out though one more year out but I'm with you yeah. at best they they advance depending on the matchup they advance one more round and then they're out out of the playoffs. Yeah, and now unless they think Ant's going to come in and make like a, a big jump between second and third year, which is possible. You know, he he did show signs last year. He he had some very explosive games. Um, and Ant is a, a player. I think he can if he likes it on defense, he could be a very good defensive player. You know, like a, like like an all league defender. I ain't saying first team, but he can definitely. I think it's two teams all defense. He can definitely make an all second all defensive team. I think uh, in his career, if he locks in on defense, he has tools. He has the anticipation. He has the length on defense. Um. So yeah, man. I 
again, this is a lot to give up for Rudy Gobert, man. Uh, I like Malik Beasley a lot. Uh, he's a great, like I said, three and D player, which is players that are very coveted in today's NBA. You know, where a lot of a lot of floor spacing you need, and we you see when it comes to playoffs, game slow down. You need players that can lock up their their position, that can also um, hit threes, uh, space the floor. You know. Yeah, I mean, and and obviously, and this and also this could, this could work. This could work out too, but I'm still like I'm not still not a believer in cat when it comes to the playoffs. Like you, Same. You still you you got to show me like this past year against Memphis. You had you had one you had one like dominant game. One dominant. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm still not a believer. I'm still not a believer in cat. Like I said, this is clearly. I think we said it during that series. Like you can tell, this clearly is going to be Ant's team if it's, if if it's not already. Mm-hmm. Now this is one thing I would say about them that is kind of good is they do have an out for this. You know, if if this doesn't work out, they're out. If it doesn't work out, it's probably going to be. I want to say I want to put no blame on nobody early, but if it don't work out, it's probably it's, right now that they they need cat to be the superstar. Um, Especially just give him that deal. This is now his time. This ain't his team yet. This I ain't even say yet. This is his team right now. Uh, it's ain't this is not Ant's team yet. He's not the best player on their team yet. Uh, at least as far as it, it shouldn't be. It should be Cat right now. They just gave him that big ass deal. Um, this is their time now. That that that's going to be their out though. If if this doesn't work out, they're going to have to bank on him being worth every penny of that contract because they're going to get out of that contract. And they got the trade to get some of the pieces back they just gave up. Some, some draft picks back and some possible, you know, pieces back to keep Ant happy because Ant's going to be looking at them like, all right, you know, two years. If this looks like to be a bad deal in two years, he can easily be like, you know, I ain't signing that. I ain't signing that rookie extension. I'm cool. Well, he probably will sign that extension. Everybody does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, but this is going to be, that's why I that's probably why they made this deal. Like, we, we got Ant pretty much locked up for at least the next five years. He's, he's not going nowhere. He's going to sign a rookie, rookie extension. If it doesn't work out, Cat's gonna be out of there, and Rudy Gobert's deal is up in four years. So if there's a, if it doesn't work out, we can just scrap this out, start over with Ant as centerpiece, try to trade Cat to get other pieces as far as picks, and hopefully another player back and return it to, to pair up with Ant. So if it don't work out, they got they got out for it. But man, it's a lot to give up for Rudy Gobert. But their but their out is what will make them weaker. I mean, because obviously obviously Ant is like. And is is like said we we said in the playoffs about Tatum and Brown like he he's like that that perfect guy where you can take over a game like he's on that wing he can take over a game at any at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Their out was like I said their out would be had to be either getting like either getting rid of Cat or Rudy Gobert which will make the which will make them weaker and at the end of the day make Minnesota. The shit. Gobert trade is going to be over. They're they're not getting they're not getting what they gave up to to if if they have to trade Gobert. If they have to trade Gobert, they're gonna get way less because his his value is gonna be tanked after this trade. They got they got the Utah Jazz got absolute maximum value for Rudy Gobert. So shout out to Utah Jazz, man. Danny Ainge, he did the same thing in Boston. He 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 gets maximum value for his players, man. So and Rudy Gobert's thirty. That's not, that's why I was like, bro, this is not a smart. I mean, if you Minnesota, it, it made them better. So I don't want to say it's not a smart deal. But you gave up a hell of a lot for a thirty-year-old player who is, I think, overrated. Facts. You know, I think he's overrated. He'd be real name. <laughs> I don't know if you saw. I tweeted this. I tweeted at. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Go ahead. And I say he's just he's overrated for overrated for his contract. Like I said, as soon as, as soon as he got that two hundred whatever dollar deal he got, um, when he got that supermax, I was like, he, immediately he became 
one of the one of the most overrated players in the league right. immediately. And, and and that's what it comes down to most time. It comes down to these contracts these players sign. Like when I, when I say a player is trash, I'm not talking about their skill set. And they're, in the NBA, they're obviously not trash. They're they're in the NBA. <laughs> they're in the league, so they're obviously not trash. But what I what I'm saying is, for the contract they have and for the value that they bring to the to the on, on court, they're trash. They're trash, and that's what I'm saying when I say a player is trash. I'm trying to find this tweet so I can share my screen again. We'll get to your we'll get to your question here in a minute, cause uh, we actually talked about Dejounte Murray uh, on on the pod on the back half of the pod. Uh, that that trade. So we we get we get to here in, uh, in a moment. Soon as Rand find uh, find that tweet. So yeah, Aunt Edwards. Uh, I don't know if he's a huge fan of Rudy Gobert. Uh, oh, you talk, oh, you talk, oh no, you talk, you talk about the, the Christoph Porzingis thing. Yeah, when yeah. he said, uh, you know, Christoph Porzingis. Here the... it is. All right, let me get my screen back up here. <laughs> yeah, he said he, he's he, he's the best uh, I think rim protector in the league. Yeah, he's like when I see when I see. Rudy Gobert, I don't, I don't, I ain't put enough fear in my heart. And I was like, man, this is perfect. Yeah, so this is what it's how Aunt, Aunt Edwards feels about. You see my screen? You see yourself? Yeah, I got it. I got it. This is how he feels about about Rudy Gobert. He thinks the best rim. Now this is, I think this is cap. I think it's totally cap. Maybe he was just <laughs> talking shit because Chris Edwards is not the best rim protector in the league. That's it's straight cap. <laughs> straight cap. <laughs> straight cap. That's cap. Now I don't know if this is cap or not. Anytime I go against Porzingis, I don't get no layups. I don't get why we couldn't finish on Rudy Gobert. He don't put no fear in my heart. I don't know why. <laughs> so you've heard of this guy. So that that that's your young. That's that's the most. Now that Pat Bev's gone, that's who their team takes their personality after is Ant Edwards. I think. <laughs> you know, so you you put you, you teaming that up with your best player. <laughs> with your team heart, your team, your team spirit. That's crazy, man. Shout out, Aaron. That's I think that's, that's facts too. Hey, shout out, hey, shout Rudy out, Rudy Gobert putting fear in nobody's heart. <laughs> yeah, shout out, Ant, man. Oh man, I, I, I will tell you, they like we said about um, we we said we said about the Hawks. They'll be a fun regular season team to watch. Minnesota. Oh be. yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh for sure, and and I think this is gonna make them a great regular season team. In regular season, Rudy Gobert is awesome. Come to the playoff time. Get his ass <laughs> off the court. He gonna get exposed. Get him off the court. Go ahead and uh, real quick. Uh, let's say check out check out our last episode for full details. But quickly, just recap what we talked about oh, about the Jante yeah, Murray yeah. trade. So we talked about this. We talked about this on the pod on the pod Wednesday. Cause man, I I think this is a this, it was a great move for for Atlanta, man. Um, but I don't think it's a great overall fit. For Atlanta, it's 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 a, it's a weird fit. I don't want to say it's not a great fit. It's, it's a weird fit. It can work out because Jante Dejounte is a great great point guard. I think he's a better point guard, true point guard than Trey. I think he's a better player overall than Trey. If you're gonna be honest with me, um, call it call it. You see, I think I think he's a better overall player than Trey, but I think he's a definitely a better true point guard than Trey. So I think you know moving Trey off the ball is is their is their mindset here. Um, off the ball, Trey's gonna have to work a lot to get a lot better. He's not Steph Curry at all. Steph Curry is the best off-ball player in basketball history. People who sleep on that. People who don't know basketball don't know that stuff. But Steph Curry is the best off-ball player, off-ball player in, in, the, in the league history. So Trey is not that at all. Uh, so those are people getting to get around. Trey is a great catch-and-shoot player. So we'll work when Trey off the ball. But when he's on the ball, what's DeJounte going to be doing? He, he can't spot up and shoot. So that's yeah, where I'm getting the, 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 the red flags at. You know, um, And then as far as defense goes, I know DeJounte is a great defender. 
Are you telling me he's going to be guarding the, the, the best wings on the other teams every game and then still be able to put up his numbers on offense? It's not going to be the same. Uh, so Trey's going to have to get better defense. So they're going to have to bring in somebody else who can guard the best backcourt player on the opposing team most of the game. Yeah, I talked about it. I talked about what could let, uh, about him last night. Um, John Collins is, is like he'll he'll be he'll probably be assigned like they'll, they'll rotate between John Collins and and, and Murray. It might be Murray make, like check him most of the fourth quarter, but for the most of the game it'll be John Collins probably checking the other team's opposing defender. Uh, basically, to your biggest to your, to the biggest point with Jonte Murray, and I said this because last night is I'm just interested to see how how much better he can be offensively because without without being in the Spurs system, like I said, he just had his breakout year last year with the Spurs. Was that it, or does he, or can he, can he, de, can he be more now that he has the freedom of like, playing on ball more and creating for others? We'll we'll see there. Um, I said four seed at best for the Hawks: Milwaukee, Philly, Boston, and then now uh, you can you could either you're going to throw either Miami, Atlanta, Chicago. They'll be they'll all fight for that four or five six seed in the East. Um, good trade for now, but. It doesn't. It doesn't guarantee. It doesn't bring the Hawks a, a championship. I said at best, it gets gets second round. Gets second round and 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 you out of there, at best. So yeah, I would think that they're definitely still a ways away from championship for sure. But it is. But for for, for what all y'all had to give up for him just to get him. I mean, I guess you could kind of. You guess you you kind of say it's a steal because he he said he got a steal compared to what they. Nah, what they I wouldn't got. call it a steal. I wouldn't call it a steal. Now compared to what compared to what um compared to what what's the name? Minnesota gave up for, for Gobert's a steal. You gotta also you gotta also look at Gobert's contract and Gobert's tenure in the league. He's been in the league for a long time. He has a lot more built up on his resume than uh DeJounte Murray had. But the, I mean the y'all the Hawks did give up uh three first round picks, two unprotected. That's a lot. And players. But that's the those picks. That's a lot, man. To give up two unprotected picks, that's a lot, bro. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, definitely compared to Minnesota, definitely. Minnesota gave up an astronomical amount for uh, Rudy Gobert. It's just way too much for Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I just think they... crazy. Like I said, this is a move you you make if you like. Like I said, I'll fair to you. If you the Lakers and you you add Rudy Gobert into like a stacked offensive team, I can see that. But this this move makes no sense for them. this. Doesn't move the needle that much for them to give up. All they gave up to get Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I think the Hawks they still they still need some 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 veteran wings, some guys, some three and D guys basically. Yeah, because y'all just gave up Kevin Huter today too. Yeah. You see that, cuz? Yeah. Y'all traded Kevin Huter for uh, I forget I got back, but I was like, this is, I wouldn't have traded him. Don't yep. know about that. Now I think y'all need to get out John Collins' contract. Y'all need to trade him. Uh, I like John Collins, but. Um, yeah, they gave a. Uh, I don't know. For, I would try to. I would try to give Justin, him a value for him. Justin Holiday and Mo Harkless in a in a future first oh, round. Okay, uh, so it's not a bad trade. I actually like Mo Harkless. They they got a little bit more. They got a little bit more veteran, uh, a little bit more experience there. Mark played for the Clippers back in the years. They went to the conference finals a couple times. Almost a couple times. They went to. They only went there once. So I went a couple times. But <laughs> <laughs> they had a couple playoff runs. Let's put it that way. <laughs> they go playoff runs. Um, but still, you lose. You still, you still lose three point shooting though. Yeah, I lost. Yeah, I lost three point shooting. Because Moe's thirty is thirty two percent. Shot thirty percent last year, and then Justin Holiday, he's at 
where she's at. He's at uh he was at thirty six. So that's not that's I, decent, but that's less the average. But y'all 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 definitely need more defense. Y'all, y'all definitely got more defense. Marcus is a great defender. But yeah, I think y'all got to get I me. Mean, I like John Collins, but I don't. I I thought he was a like like Doc said on Wednesday. I thought he was cornerstone, but they're trying to get rid of him. Not sure they're looking for it back, but because at this point, I don't know what you're looking for to get back for John Collins. You have you have a you got you got two backcourt guards. You got you got two combo guards. You want to call Dejounte and trade that? You know, um, they probably start more Harkless now. You got more Harkless. Yeah, they got Clint Capella in the John paint. John Collins and Clint Capella. I think that's a pretty solid strong lineup for East Conference. Well, East East definitely got a lot better too, though. But I don't know what else you plan on getting for John Collins. Like, like you you need a four back. Sure, he don't stretch the floor enough. He he can't really shoot threes that well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know what you plan on getting back for him. Yeah, not not sure there. But if we just as we said earlier, Hawks y'all will be a fun team to watch. It will be a, a very fun team. Like y'all have a few more nationally televised games this year. And uh, you should be excited about the house, cause Murray and Murray yeah. and Young about to be fun. Yeah, I might have a like like I think the playoffs are not a problem in the playoffs. The regular season, y'all might be like have a good season to be like number two seed type shit. Y'all might get lucky, you know, and have a team face injuries and y'all creep up there in the top three, two to three. But yeah, top top four is probably gonna be a top four or five seed. It's kind of like you were saying too. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of free agency going on, man. Uh, we could sit here and on here all night with it, but we'll we'll say we'll say some um, for for Wednesday when it kind of kind of settles down because still a lot going on right now. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo just signed a two year with Golden State. Ooh, ooh, that's a good pickup for him. He lost GP too, but that's a nice pickup. That should add a little bit more shooting. That's a very good pickup <laughs> for them, man. Very good pickup for them. What are the Lakers doing? Uh, of course, nothing. Yeah, nothing. We lost Malik. We lost Malik Monk to the Kings. What that tell you? Two two years, twenty million dollars. Shout out Malik Monk. Uh, got paid, man. I think that that's what that's what Rob League is going is going to use in future interviews with these guys who are projects more so. Like, hey, look, look, come here. You're going to get some good minutes. You're going to get to come in. I'm going to put you in a position to actually succeed. Look great. Get you paid. Mm-hmm. Come in now for vet man. Come out ten million dollars a year. Shout out Malik Monk. Yeah. Same thing happened to Cruz. I mean, he he came in. We kind of developed him, but you know. Yeah, shit. We ain't did nothing. I mean, want uh, Toscano Anderson. That's yeah. I mean, that was a nice pickup, but he's not gonna play that much. First, he made the playoffs. Now, like you, you noticed when it got the final time finals, he was not playing for Golden State. That's what that's that's all we do, man. We get players that teams don't want anymore. Teams don't play in crunch time. We get those players start and start playing them. Right, like Damian Jones. Yeah, come on, man. Right, come on. Like we we signed we signed back Stanley Johnson. Like I, I like Stanley Johnson. He's a good player, but he was in the rotation where wherever else he was. Comes to our team, he's in. He's starting lineup. Like, come on. Bro. I don't get what we do. I mean, I mean, I like Lonnie Walker as a pickup, but I don't. I, I do. I, That's the best pickup we had. Lonnie yeah. Walker is a great pickup. Now we definitely. Now I will say this though: we definitely did get more athletic on the wings. Very. Yep. Um, which was needed for our our overall team, especially our defense. We got more athletic in the wings, but still, our team, our season is going to depend on Anthony fucking Davis, bro. Which is not a good feeling if you're a Laker fan because you can't trust this nigga. Can't fucking trust them. Yeah, it's, it's 
about to be another play in. No, I wouldn't say play in. I will get. I said we'll get. We'll get. We'll, hopefully, as long as everybody stay healthy. As long as everybody stay healthy, man, we should be about six, six or five. I don't know, man. Darvinham, I, I heard to a report that you know, team we playing our first summer league game. I think tomorrow. I think um, he stayed back in L.A. with Rob Palenka. He's he's in a war room, so they're giving him a little bit more. You know, say so, and and players we get, you know, um, and shit like that. So that's good to hear. I just, I just, um, until we figure out what we're gonna do, we probably gonna have to keep pressing until we figure out what until until we figure out what's going on with KD. Really, don't know what's going on with the landscape of the NBA. Honestly, I think that's like um, that's a big, that's the that's uh, a big last big thing. Brogdon too, Michael Brogdon. Shout out, shout out to the Celtics. Shout out to the I want to shout out to them because we like your fans. <laughs> but shout out to the Celtics, man. They made some good moves, or a good move at least. Get Malcolm Brogdon for I think, uh, uh, that's the best deal uh, so far of any trade I've seen. They got him for basically nothing. Daniel Daniel Thies, uh Tice, however you say his last name. Um, who else they trade for him? Let me see, uh, Let me see Malcolm Brogdon. They got. Uh, dang, six player, they have a six player deal. Nee Smith and a first round pick. So it was Daniel Daniel Tice. Uh, I'm forgetting Aaron Nee Smith, Aaron Nee Smith, and a first round pick. Uh, Nick, Nick, uh, Nick Stauskas, Malik Fitz, oh, and, 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 uh, and Jawan oh, Morgan. I mean, okay, with hell players. Yeah, I didn't see all the players. And then, and then a 2023 first round pick for Malcolm Brogdon. But those players don't play, so I don't know. Exactly, don't right. So basically those two players are in the rotation sometimes, sometimes in that pick, which is a great it's a great deal for Malcolm Brogdon, I think. Um, I've been saying it since I don't know how long now, but they need a true point guard. I don't think he's a true point guard, but he's a better point guard than Mark Smart ever be. <laughs> so uh, I think this is yeah, quick, great for them. Yeah, quickly, what you, what, you, what you think about Marcus Smart calling you out? What do you say? He was on the podcast. He was on the podcast, uh, basically responding to everybody who says they need a true point guard. Uh, summarize. He said um, they've had all star point guards before, and they and they let they got them nowhere. I took I led this Ooh, team Kim to Walker? the I look, led them to the NBA Finals. Kim Walker and Kyrie Irving. First off, Kimball was hurt, and Kyrie, come on, he's a fucking head case. But all right, <laughs> shout out Marcus Smart, man. If 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 you know hoop, you saw that shit. And their front office, shout out Brad Stevens, he saw it too. He, he went out and got a and got a, a better point guard. <laughs> he went out and upgraded. So he need to tell us Brad Stevens. Cause he upgraded. I mean, I like I said I said on Twitter, I don't know if you want to put him in, in as two now, six man, whatever you want to do. They definitely upgraded a point guard. He's gonna be a starting point guard of the Boston Celtics. Malcolm Brockton will be. He'll be the the one handling the ball most of the time. Now, if you want to still start tomorrow and still put him at the point guard position, he won't be handling the rock. He won't be getting the offense set up. Or at least Brogdon will be in late-game situations. Yeah, because Marcus Smart is a terrible fucking point guard, and he proved it. Terrible shot selection. He was just watch game seven, the last two minutes of game seven. It will tell you oh, everything you know about Marcus Smart's point guard abilities. What series are you talking about? Miami. Okay, yeah, okay, Miami. Oh, yeah, because Golden State was six, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, watch Miami. Watch <laughs> Miami, game seven. Marcus Smart made the worst decisions you could ever make at the end of the, the, end of the game. Almost cost him the game. So, yeah, watch Golden State game five, NBA Finals game five. Yeah. It's, 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 it's multiple <laughs> games that he did this. It's multiple games he did this. 
So you can watch almost any game in the playoffs. He made some bad decisions. <laughs> Very questionable decisions. That's a fact. That's a fact. But yeah, man, it's gonna wrap up Sports Spirits Friday. It's like so much more we could talk to. NBA free NBA free agency is going wild right now. All day, we, all night, for real. We didn't even mention that the fuck that fucking USC and UCLA has moved to the Big Ten, which makes no fucking man. sense geographically. Makes no sense. But hey, it's all about the money. So they they can't deny that shit now. It's definitely all about money. Definitely. We'll 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 dive in, we'll dive into that on a lot more on, on Wednesday, man. Because I have a lot of thought, a lot of shit to say about that. Man, oh man. <laughs> But um, for my good brother, Flyman Ran, for good brother Josh Doc Evans, who couldn't tap in with us today, but he will be on the pod this Wednesday coming up. We'll see y'all on Wednesday, but unless, but if KD gets traded somewhere, we'll, we'll, we may be on before then. Yeah, if some more KD stuff happen in the NBA, man. We're we going to be back on here, man. So y'all tap back in for sure. But hey, until then, man, it's been real. Be safe, man. Be safe out there. Happy, happy holidays. Happy Fourth of July. Yeah, I'll be safe for sure for the holiday weekend. Make sure I drink responsibly. You know what I'm saying? Police gonna be out there. Fuck twelve, not John Morant. (laughs) Other (laughs) twelve. Don't drink and drive. John, John, has been lame. Let's let's talk about that for real quick. John has been on some lame shit. He be on some lame shit. I know Doc said he said on the pod. I think he said on the pod. John has been on some lame ass shit, man. Somebody take his nigga phone. Get off Twitter, John. Man, that Monday. that money bag chain was a guy that got it to his head, boy. Get off like, Twitter, please, bro. You be on some lame shit. Get off, get off the internet, bro. Live your life. Go on vacation, bro. Do something. Get off Twitter. He was on vacation. He can't. He can't. He, he, he can't stop the internet though. He be on vacation <laughs> on the internet still. On IG live still. Sound lame. Like if you're not a hood dude, bro. Just just be you. It's okay. You can still wear. You still wear grills. You still wear chains. You can still listen to rap music. Just be you, bro. That's not you. We all know it. And that and that, and that goes there. Anybody in life, just be you. Don't be try, you. don't try to be what you ain't, who you ain't. Be you, bro. Hey, and on that, on that note, this has been Sports and Spirits Fridays. Make sure I guys follow everything down to the wire five one three. And until next time, we see y'all, man. From my brother, Flyman Rand, Josh Doc Evans, the Terran Bland. We'll catch y'all when we see you. We out. Peace.